1: Good morning! It is time to get up with the best Sunday of the season. Overtime in Green Bay. Rodgers redeemed the Cowboys. Cry foul. All that coming after the game of the year. Bills, Vikings, Justin Jefferson's catch. We'll tell you what it all really meant for both teams. Could they meet again in the Super Bowl? And then, Cashane, Tampa Tom, Brady's Bucks jump in Germany. Have they figured it out in time to still do something super? All that and more on this Magnificent Magnificent Monday as we get up with you starting right now. Orlovsky is here. Rex Ryan is here. RC, as you can see, is not, but he will be here in just a matter of <laughs> seconds. He's walking in the door as we speak, as we begin with one of That's the hello. great Sundays that we have ever <laughs> seen. Orlovsky, here we go. Cowboys, Packers, it means Mike McCarthy's return to Lambeau Field. And might this be the day that we remember as Christian Watson, the beginning of a Great career. It
2: reminds me of week one, the deep ball versus Minnesota that he drops. I love the air that Rodgers throws on this one. See how it falls over his right shoulder, he saves him
1: room. A beautiful
2: connection to start this game.
1: It's a good game, third quarter tied at 14, Cowboys driving and get used to hearing Dak Prescott to C.D. Lamb.
2: Starts on the right side of the formation on the deep crosser. I love the touch that Dak throws on that ball to pull him all the way away from that defender.
1: Lamb had a big day, so did Tony Pollard. He had 115 rushing yards and this touchdown to take the lead. Second
2: and ten, passing situation, you Call the draw. Safeties are deep. We got a hat on a hat. Paula right
1: up the middle. 21-14 Dallas later in the third. Remember I told you, get used to hearing Prescott to Lamb. This is a great route. Jair Alexander is off. He fakes like he's going to run an in route. Breaks out towards the sideline. Dak with the perfect throw. 11 catches, 150 yards, two touchdowns for C.D. Lamb. But the Packers staying with it. Fourth down. They've got to have it down. 14.
2: Two things. One, the pocket movement by Rodgers. And then two, the stair step by Watson. In, up,
1: and back across the field. Meanwhile, Rex, what they did was they stayed with the running game. And look at Aaron Jones. Yeah,
3: imagine that right there. They're trying to win the game. When's the last time you saw Green Bay? 62% of their plays were... We're rushing it, him.
1: Jones winds up fumbling there, but he gets it back, and then it's Rodgers again, and it's Watson, his third touchdown. Yeah, just get that second level to
2: sucked up just a little bit and then use the speed to get across.
1: 30 seconds left, fourth quarter. Packers are third and one. Rodgers, why is he so angry at the end of this play? It,
2: it seemed like they it, look, he wanted to run the football.
1: He actually had Alan Lazard open, doesn't see him, and he gets very frustrated at Matt LaFleur right now. We would go to Overtown. Cowboys win the toss. They have a second and ten at the 42. Malik Davis with a big hole as they run it up the middle, but wait, we've got a holding penalty, a lot of flags that Mike McCarthy did not like.
2: So it goes from first down at the 25 to second and long, backed up near midfield. Really bad situation for Dallas's offense. They go for it on fourth down. 100% the right call. Really good job by Green Bay's defense of passing
1: off this concept. Nowhere to go with the football. Look at the frustration from McCarthy. I think every bit as much at the officials mm-hmm. as at anything else. And then Rodgers, a field goal's going to win it. Now and Lazard's Lazard's going to set it up.
2: Check at the line of scrimmage. Lazard fakes like he's going to block like he so often does. It slips inside in the slant. This is a great job by Rodgers. You see the emotion. See what the defense shows you.
1: Change it. And now they got a chance to win the game. Mason Crosley. Be from 28 and the Packers losing streak is over McCarthy's return is spoiled the Packers have life here was Aaron after
3: last week uh, was definitely a low uh, rock bottom ish for sure there was a lot of demons that were exercised today and I thought we were in total control that in, in overtime you know, obviously the penalties and the things, uh, very, very, very
1: frustrating. And, um, and, you know, but, you know, it's, you've got to overcome those things. All right. So we have plenty of time to dive deeply into this game from both sides. First off, what you heard from Mike McCarthy there. Very, very, very. What's he upset about?
3: No, the officiating. And and when he said he was in complete control of that that overtime period, they were running the ball down their throat. They get a very questionable holding call Mm -hmm. when they gave the ball to Herschel Walker. uh, (laughs) And and so that was the first one. And then not getting the pass interference call. That killed him, and that set up this, which I thought, you know, it's funny, he's getting criticized for not kicking the field. I thought at the time it felt like he should have gone for it anyway, and you know I'm not a huge guy into that, but but I believed it. Uh, but absolutely 100%, his frustration, throwing the headset down and all that was based on the officials.
1: And candidly, I don't blame him. What you didn't see, we just showed it to you quickly there. In between the holding call and the fourth down play, there was a – there was a defensive pass interference they Absolutely. could easily yeah. have gotten that they didn't going back in the other direction. Here is what you're going to see it here. Again, the frustration. This is the running play where they got the, the holding call. Yeah. I know this was another, a different one here. Again, a lot of officials' stuff that they were that's, 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 There's right the game, That's the right hold there, there, there on Dean yeah. Lowry. What do you think, Garcia?
0: Well, I think you're always going to be frustrated when you feel like penalties affect the game, especially if you're the Dallas Cowboys in The the thing Mike McCarthy is, he's going to focus on this, right? This is called smoke screens. These things happen when you go to see David Blaine or if you get to go see Chris Angel, right? They want you to look at this hand while this hand is doing something else you were also up 14 points. Yeah, You were up 28-14 yeah. and you had an opportunity to put this team away. And what the Green Bay Packers did was, after they went down 14, they ran the football on the first play of every single drive. Yeah. They said, we're going to stick to what we do. And if you're yep. playing the Dallas Cowboys, this is a team that's 30th in win rate against the rush in the entire league. Guess what? Every single team they have to play, if they want to get to the Super Bowl, it's going to run the football. Mm-hmm. So When you think about the way that the Dallas Cowboys lost, they lost exactly how you expect them to. A team to stay patient and run the football, a team to pressure Dak Prescott
1: and make him make plays on the move, and they were able to do that. What we didn't see a lot of in that highlight because there was just so much in this game, we can't show you the entire thing, are the two interceptions that Dak throws. Both of them extremely costly. Both of them with opportunities yeah. to score. How about the performance of Dak Prescott yesterday?
2: Well, I mean, it's got to be concerning. Because, again, at some point we need to see Dak Prescott be better than the really good quarterback across from the other sidelines. That's been the story for many years right now. is Dak's good, but when he plays against a really good quarterback, it doesn't, he never seems to outplay him. I think the first interception is on the tight end. That second interception, Dak can't throw that ball. There's a little bit of miscommunication between him and C.D. Lamb. It's a nice job by Green Bay. I think this is the overall thought of this one, Greeny. One, Dallas, you got to be concerned. Or you got up physical again out physical again, certainly from your defensive side when, when the Green Bay offense out-physicaled you. That's like a month now of this happening. The second thing is the spacing on your offense and the miscommunication on your offense has got to be concerning. How, we, we've talked about this Dallas football team. We've said two things. One, if a team stays committed to the run like RC hinted at and is capable of it, you got, you got some issues on the defense. And then two, when is that going to be special? When is he going to go be great? I'm not sitting here blaming everything on him, but at some point, Dak has played. Like, who are the really good quarterbacks in his career in the NFL? Not Patrick, yeah. Josh Tom Allen, Brady. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. He's one in nine against
0: those guys. But, but hey, Dad, ain't nobody ever said he was those people. The, we you you can't you can't ask quarterbacks. You can't ask players to be things that they aren't. Correct. You can't sit here in one in one breath and go, well, you know what? When Dak Prescott comes back, we need to make sure we're running Cooper Cup's offense because that's what works. Right? When Aaron Rodgers come back, we don't say, man, listen, we need to make sure <laughs> Greeny's like, hey, Listen, when Aaron Rodgers comes back, they need to make sure that they're running Jordan Love's offense because this works. I mean, I wish they ran it on the Jets, right? Like, that doesn't happen. So when Dak comes back and you're saying that, you're basically admitting that he's not that guy. And so that means if you're Mike McCarthy, if you're Kellen Moore, you have to work around him so he doesn't have to be better than the other dude. Yeah,
3: the one thing I thought was crazy is, one thing we knew about Dallas, if they got a lead, they could choke you out with that pass rush. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't get a sack on a running play. And that's the (laughs) thing that was interesting. Guys, here's the thing. Kimbo gave me this stat because I'm like, man, they close out games better than anybody, especially with that pass rush. All right? How, How about this for a record? 195 to zero. They never lost a game, went up by 14 or more points, in the third quarter, and this team is built to, to play for a lead. Well, guess what? That's got to the concerning part. Doesn't that have to be the
2: concerning, this part. That the be the concerning part? This was no. the
3: carbon copy
0: for but Dallas. That's what I'm saying. One thing I knew about Dallas is they could close games out. I have Rex, so here's my question for you. Do you think the run game with Aaron Jones and with A.J. Dillon was why Michael Parsons was off the line the entire game? Micah played a ton of yeah. middle ton of linebacker. linebacker yesterday. Absolutely. He wasn't a part of the rush.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. And because what happened? They were committed to running the football. 62% of the time, Green Bay ran the football. When does that happen with Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback? Sure. I don't know. Well, Never, so l-
1: l- let's dive into that for a minute here because the, the two of you guys have had a very good time the last five consecutive <laughs> weeks sliding it. over there and making fun. Just imagine fun the, the Green
2: Bay Packers would have won if they had Devontae. L-
0: let's, g- <laughs> <laughs> let's give uh, Danny his victory I'm line.
1: I'm ready. Did, okay, but let, let me make this a serious <laughs> question. Yeah, I'll be honest. <laughs> Did we We see yesterday a formula for the Packers to still make something of what felt like a lost season. Yes,
2: but this is what I expected this team to be. And this is why I've struggled so, like long to let go of my viewpoint on this football team. They ran the football, and not only did they run the football, they put the daggone quarterback under center, and then that, that changes everything for their offense. Early on, motion with the quarterback under center. Now you set the defensive formation. I'm running on a nickelback with my offensive lineman pushing it to him, using that at the snap motion. This is early on in this football game. We see it again. Put Aaron Rodgers underneath the center and run the football using your motion. Don't Stand there in the gun. Now everybody at that second level, RC's talking about with Micah Parsons, they've got to be like hesitant of what's going on. And not only finally did you do that, but then you used that under center run game to help the play action game. They had 415 yards yesterday, 360 of it was off of running the football or play action. Like I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've said this for years though. Like and that's what I get so frustrated about this team in Tampa. For years I've begged you guys, put your quarterbacks under center, run the football, run play action pass. And everyone's like it sounds like so smart. That sounds like flattering. It's not. It's not rocket science. You know, but like, they, man, and so if I've they'll do this, it man, since everybody,
0: two. we, we, I said it in the offseason. What? Right? Like, like, what you're saying about how this team has to win, is it something new? Me and you have That's talked about it since week one. Totally. We've talked about it since week one. The point was, were they ever going to get around to doing it? And you know why they got around to doing it? Because their quarterback sucked last week. That's why. Because when you keep thinking that number 12 is gonna pull us from the bottom of the abyss, we can keep doing what we've always done with number 12, and when we had number 17, then that's what we're gonna do. No, you know what happened? He sucked last week, yep. and Matt LaFleur finally said to himself, damn it, I gotta do something different. 12 ain't what he used you to be. You might be right with that.
3: Yeah. You might and, be dead and on here's with the that. Thing with LaFleur and Rogers together, it really is simple. And you know I'm a big analytics guy.
0: <laughs> Twenty-eight
3: <laughs> and one. When they run the ball forty percent of the time or more, twenty-eight and one. So it sounds like an easy formula, but it's it's hard to do. I guess when when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, you're like, now nah, let's go back and throw it. It's, it's still it's not, not how you win. But Rex, I want exactly the same way. <laughs> I Ryan. really think it's important to
2: go to the next level of that. Other like you have to with Green Bay, you have to put them under center and run the football. You have to yeah. because in the gun, it's so corny. It's too easy. And then not only that, but yesterday was the first time I felt this year that they used the run to help play-action pass and not just drop back and throw a go-route and see if it works. Like, even the Watson touchdown is under center, right. play-action pass. So
1: it's got to be those things together together reality is, if you look at the standings in the NFC, there may not be room in the playoffs for both teams in this game. You just look at it. If the Giants just keep winning, and the schedule suggests that they, they may, there may not be room But between Seattle and San Francisco. There may be room for only one of these two teams. The Cowboys might have gone from a team knocking on the door for the division to a team that is going to have to fight like crazy to make sure it gets in the playoffs by the end. As we continue, we haven't gotten through the game of the year, the catch of the year, the play of the year. What the the actual heck happened in Buffalo yesterday was Josh Allen's fatal flaw exposed. We will get you there. Plus, Don Sheen, Tampa Tom, Brady's Bucks jumping in Germany. Have they figured it out in time to still do something super? We're just getting started. It's Get Up on ESPN. Are back, and the day began for all of us in Germany yesterday. Bucks and Seahawks and Tom Brady undefeated in Germany, and it stayed that way. Julio Jones.
2: Yeah, it's all go special. Three guys from the front side, and then X shallow cross with Julio Jones. A little bit of a blown coverage front side by Seattle's defense.
1: Easy touchdown Up for the
2: X. Nasty
0: batting. split.
1: Up 14. Easy, Easy play. Hold on, so you could diagram that one. Hey, fellas, how about explaining this one to me? Well, this is what we do
0: in Louisiana. We do not breed quarterbacks. That's why. <laughs> We got Joe Burrow to transfer, <laughs> baby. Tom Brady with a great trip. I've seen Tom Brady on two routes. There was a drop and a trip. That's how you tackle on the
1: pitch. <laughs> but, uh, Geno Smith on the ensuing possession, this
2: is the biggest play of the game. Play of the game. I mean, you got second and goal, and Geno Smith's going to have the opportunity to make it a
1: one-score. Devin White's speed changes it. Now we're going back the other way. RC, this ever happened to you right Don't do it. Don't here. do it to my dog. Hell, yeah. It happened to everybody. I just hate <laughs> it. happened to my dog, QD.
0: Sometimes when you get in the open field, that that stiff form is a menace and Derrick Henry would even be proud of this
1: one. Rashad White with the throw away later in the drive. Brady Godwin looking to put it away. Yeah,
2: really getting to like number three or number four in the progression. Sets to the right, comes back face masker higher, waist or lower on the throw. Up 21-9, looking to put the game away, watch! Right, you don't throw it to the guys in the other color jerseys, great tackle. Julio, Julio. Jones, but there's, there's a reel of Julio Ooh. Jones tackles. Fourth and one now, Gino gotta have it. This How about a this throw? A How about throw that throw? Catch. Goodwin, just a beautiful job on the run, must have it, right? Fourth down, Yo, great
3: placement. Couple of my former players, they didn't do that for me. <laughs>
1: Here's Rashad White, doing it for 18 <laughs> yards to ice the game. Brady and the Bucks get back to Back wins 21-16 wasn't always pretty. Tampa Tom, what? That was one of the great experiences I've ever had. The best part is winning the game and feeling like we made some improvements, and um, we have a bye week now, so we can take a little bit of time to refresh and get ready to, you know, make a big push and figure out kind of some of the things we haven't done well the first 10 weeks of the year and see how we can get better. So, Rex, last week you said he looked 10 years younger standing at that podium. How did he look to you yesterday? He
3: looked five years, only five <laughs> years younger <laughs> since that one. But huge win right here. And and it's funny because we talk about how that's old school. they getting the guy underneath and, and they'll run the football. 44 rushing attempts for Tampa. And what happens, there's no better play-action quarterback in the National Football League than Tom Brady. Yeah. Dano, great, great job of using the tape on showing the seven-man protection. Yeah. And that's what you do, and that. that allows you on that play-action game, that's what it does. And look at the separation his receivers had, yeah. and it looked like vintage Tom Brady. Guys, here's the stat that he's the best in the league, a QBR of 84. When when he's in uh in, in play action game yep. Yep. and only fifty in drop back. So to me, it's like that's a that is a formula moving forward. Let's I show think. the tape. He's yeah. referring to the guy yeah. hit yeah. the tape.
2: And the reason why it matters is it, it helps the guys downfield get open a little bit more. Tom sees it really well. But the problem with this offense is they haven't protected him. So you got two backs in the game, five offensive yeah. linemen. So now this is your seven-man protection underneath, and you play action pass. Look at this pocket. You know, now Brady has the ability to place the ball wherever he wants. Yeah. Throws it into a really small window to Mike Evans. Beautiful throw with that seven-man protection. Again, under center, bunch up top. Now I'm going to have the tight end and the back as part of it. Another clean pocket. He can quickly see Godwin with that second-level widened and he rips that little breaking-in route. Beautiful job again that condensed split by the tight end back is part of it seven in protection you want to throw from this a lot of guys are going to do darn well not only the greatest ever he throws it oh, Scott ooh oh, yeah. I but, see you just got you know what i'm saying like it's it's not again this isn't stuff there that you're reinventing football that tom this offense needs to live in that and this is where i'll I'm gonna let you go because I'm gonna push back on on what I believe you're about to say.
1: What are you about to say?
2: First off, don't act like we didn't have
0: a production meeting, Daniel. <laughs> and you're not <laughs> just trying to set me up like Nina does all the time. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm wait because I, I I think I have. But the, the the thing is, like if you're watching this game and you're in the NFC, you're going, God dang it. They might have figured it out,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You've
0: been hoping, you've been hoping that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers continue to run their head into a wall. They didn't. First move you make is you start Rashad White. He gets the first carry. You have some young exuberance, right? You have a guy who's hitting a hole, getting explosive plays, and you have an offensive line. You kept speaking about the way that they protected Tom Brady. Offensive linemen are nasty dudes. Ooh, they right. the type of dudes that go into the shower in the, the weight locker room without without slippers on. I don't right? wear or, I and, don't wear shower shoes ever because yeah. you're disgusting. And so if you think about them, they started started road grading first, right? They got in the game. They got physical. And then it's easy to protect Tom Brady. Now we're getting to play. Byron Lefwich and this team has tried to run the football. It's not like they didn't want to run the football. Yesterday they were able to. And if this team continues to figure that out, play the way they did on defense. Devin White, nine tackles, three tackles for loss, forced fumble, two sacks. That was the Devin White that they won a Super Bowl with. They do that. Nobody wants to see them. Because twelve is still the
3: quarterback. Yeah, two things right there. I, I piggyback right off of that. If they're going to play defense like that, uh-oh. Now they're going to be serious contenders in the in, in the uh, NFC. The other thing is you're not going to wear shower shoes, Dr. Scholes, guys. Make sure you put
1: Dr. Scholes on there. It's, Rex, now you're playing directly into his area of expertise. Very quickly, Dan, were you going to disagree with something? Because I would love to show this Scotty. You know what? Let's just have a moment here. Okay? Can I just say something? This happened last week. And it happened again yesterday. Dude. And I, I don't know that I can explain it, but this was yesterday. This is Brady. This is Scottie. He should walk into the end zone. Inexplicably, he's jumping. I don't know. What's he jumping this around? So well,
0: one, he's not very tall, guys. This like is what This is Miller. Same short. thing.
2: He's, what is he jumping for? Because he's tiny. No, because – He's got no confidence.
0: Please. Why is he jumping? This is what our people do. We, no, white men can't I jump. can jump. Didn't you like, see not, So that's not what you I, people do. I, 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 I got to tell you You guys that. shoot three-pointer. Hey, Randy Moss. <laughs> I'm watching I'm this like, game with Randy. What did yesterday. Randy say?
3: Randy's like, Rex,
0: he's trying to protect himself. Hey, who, from the who? <laughs> from, from there's nobody within 20 yards of the but guy. But you know what's crazy, though? When you look at guys like Jamar, Odell, and people like that – they actually catch with their hands to a fault sometimes. And now Scotty Miller is the guy who's like, you know what? I'm so scared of these. I'm just going to let it keep hitting me between the one and the that zero. That might
1: be the funniest graphic we've ever put up. Scotty Miller is a master of the junk. <laughs> <laughs> I I, that's I'm making the point we think it's I, making. I, oh, up. I'm not laughing, Scotty. We saved plenty of time for the game of the year. Woo! catch of the year, the play of the year and maybe this maybe reason for concern that something we've thought all year long might not be true. It's all next We are back on Get Up. It was the game of the year. It was the play of the year. It was everything and then some. It was Buffalo, Minnesota yesterday. Third quarter. Vikings are down 17. Gotta have it. Delvin Cook. Uh, This is as good
2: as you can run outside zone to the weak side. Justin Jefferson comes down, blocks the safety. Cook sets up the corner. One move. Runaway 85-yard touchdown.
1: 27-17. Ensuing Bill's position. uh, Third and 15. Stefan Diggs. Rex, this is the best catch you've ever seen? Best catch I ever saw.
3: In that moment. In that
1: moment. I think that one better
3: than that. There's one coming, I think. Right.
1: But look at that catch. It's ridiculous. Yeah. This was the best catch of the half hour. Later <laughs> in the drive, fourth and two. Allen. Danny, how does he let this happen? He
2: has to, Green. It's fourth down. What do you want to run out of bounds with the ball? I mean, it's a yeah. really nice play by Patrick yeah. Peterson to fall off, yeah. but Josh. Fourth down, make sure the ball at least gets out of your hands. Just trying to force that ball to the back of the end zone. Credit Minnesota's defense.
1: Why is he making a tackle and leading with his injured elbow? Because he's amazing. Because he's a Football green player. player. He would stay in the game. Vikings down 10, second and goal red zone. C, J, and. Sometimes you just got to feed the fullbacks. Allow them to touch the ball just a little bit. Great little he's so fired fullback guy. Yeah. Extra point no good. Now two minutes left. This is fourth and 18. R.C. Watt. He went to LSU.
0: Period. That's what it is. Look at at this catch by Justin Jefferson. He's showing the world that I'm the best player at this position in the entire NFL. Kurt has done this time and time again. If it's Justin and somebody else, I'm trusting Justin and so am I. Best catch ever. Best catch ever. And you know why? Because, look, Odell's might have been better,
3: but not in the situation. Fourth and 18. I think it's great ball placement. It, it, it <laughs> I mean,
1: Jefferson, you have the greatest of game, game you ever. you It looks like he just won it, but hold on. On third and goal, his knee is down just inside the one-yard line. They go for it on fourth down. Rex, do you like the play call? Hell no, he's 130 pounds. Why are you running the quarterback? <laughs> and so, you're so stupid. Buffalo made the defensive stop. The Bills are going to hey, win. They won the game right He's there. Way to go, Buffalo. It's, it's over.
3: Buggie I told you it. Buffalo going to win sharp. that game. Bill's so mafia. Yeah. Dan, all Woo! you have to do
2: is not fumble in your own end. Well, when you don't practice it a lot, it's foreign Boom. territory. Josh, watch Josh Allen's hands separate a little bit on that snap. They don't practice this a lot. Center's getting
3: hit, so his spot's going to move. There's a lot of variables attached to it. You don't it. practice No, that. absolutely. People are like, what do you mean it's just a snap? Yeah. There's submarine in your your, your offensive line. Yeah, absolutely. You don't
1: practice it live. You don't. So the Vikings take a lead, but they uh, leave time on the clock for the Bills. Gabriel okay. Davis Woo. does not catch this football. And inexplicably, the Booth does not stop he it to review. That no, he did he not. Did. The ball was moving when it hit the ground. In the meantime, they get you McKenzie. They set it up wow. for a game-time field goal. Really good job in that yeah. two-minute drill. This is one of the reasons why you love the quarterback because you always always have a chance get them t- get that ball into field goal range and they go into overtime. That's where we hear the Vikings third and ten from the 26. Jefferson again when he thought when he threw the ball, was like, "Don't throw that!" Oh, interception. Somehow that ball got in between and Jefferson. Is ready for it on the right shoulder. But they managed not to score a touchdown, so Greg Joseph, a 33-yard field goal. Vikings take a three-point lead. So now Allen and the Bills. A field goal ties it, a touchdown wins it, and he would do it with his legs.
2: It just felt like Josh Allen was about to take this football game over. It's his greatest quality, the competitiveness that he has. Not only taking off, he's starting to run dudes over. This is one another one where he's going to break away. No one's open. I'm the best player on the field right now. I'm going to run through everybody. And Greeny, here's the thing. In this moment, you're in field goal range. Right. You've done the number one goal, yep. get the ball to at least a field goal opportunity. But instead, he does this. The recoil, right there, the recoil is everything. Yeah. Patrick Patterson's falling in on that little in-breaking route, there's the check down, and all
1: of a sudden, Buffalo shocked that Minnesota pulled off that win. The fans can't believe it, Allen can't believe it, Cousins says, you like that, Vikings <laughs> win the game of the year. Here was Allen, after.
3: Losing sucks. Sucks this way, even worse. Um... Horrendous second half. I gotta be better. I gotta be better. Comes down to my shoulders and my shoulders only, making the right decisions, making the right throws. This one's gonna suck watching.
1: Okay, so we have cleared the decks to give ourselves plenty of time to dive into all the things that happened in what was the best game of the year. And, Dan, I cannot help but notice that the Bills seem to play many of the most memorable NFL games we see. And the one thing they all have in common is they tend to lose almost all of them at the end. What is that about?
2: Well, first of all, I want to talk about Josh Allen's sound right there. And I love the accountability that he has. But here's the thing that stands out the most when he says, it's on my shoulders to make the right throws. And I think that's kind of what you're hinting at, Greeny. I always say this, don't make good decisions, make the right decisions. Josh Allen is Superman. But right now, his kryptonite is those moments in the biggest throws, he forces the football. His greatest attribute is his competitiveness and his arm talent. Watch the recoil right there. That recoil right there, sometimes, more often than not, he gets away with that, right? Because he's so talented. Look at the back on the check down right here. That recall, I want to rip it. Nope, not there. Josh, reset your feet a little bit and dump it off. And it's easy for us and me to say it in this moment, but we saw it last week. You and I did it against the Jets. Second down he wants to go rip a ball it's not there and everything he's telling him it's not there and he's just like it is because i'm josh you know and it's because he's so talented and he can and just to throw that check down and it's his greatest it's his greatest attribute green it is it's why he's josh allen but and i don't think the conversation is an easy one i really don't i don't think it's black and white because you want him to walk out in those moments and feel like i'm the baddest dude on the field and i can make any play But you got to reel him in a little bit with his competitiveness. Yeah,
3: but I think it is an easy conversation. I'll tell you why. I mean, I get everything you're saying about Josh. You don't want to, you know, he's got to be that way for you to be successful as a team and for him to be successful. However, there is a golden rule. And the golden rule, and you know this, Dan, if anytime you're in a red zone, it, it's it's touchdowns or checkdowns. Sure. Okay? And you can add a checkdown. can also be a scramble for a quarterback uh-huh. like that. Sure. All right? When you're throwing the ball. Recoil. <sighs> in the end zone, it's us or nobody. And I'm sorry, but those are the golden rules. That's all he has to understand. Look, a few years ago, he was the number one red zone quarterback in the league. In fact, I sat here on our show and said that I would take Josh Allen number one over any quarterback over Patrick Mahomes because what separated was his ability in the red zone. Mm-hmm. But right now, we've seen six six turnovers Josh has had in the red zone in the last two years. He's got to clean it up.
1: So, uh, all year long, I feel like the one given we've had is, yeah. well, Buffalo's great. Yeah. Who can play? All of a sudden, they're third in their division. Oh, by the way, right this minute, all four teams from the AFC East would be in the playoffs mm-hmm. if the season were to end. Obviously, a lot of football left. Do you have real questions now about the Bills? Absolutely. And, and I think the, the questions come from my early on naivety or, or, or stupidity
0: even. I was like, nah, it's the Bills over everybody. Right. And now yeah, I'm kind of like, days. oh, the Bills are like everybody. Right? When you look at this team, there was a fear you walked into Orchard Park with Even when the Buffalo Bills came into your building, you think, oh, man, they got Josh. They got this number one defense. Von Miller is now rushing the passer." And you felt like, I don't know what we're going to do to win. Guess what? Let Josh help you. Mm. Right? That's what we've seen. We've seen Josh Allen, who I believe is one of the greatest talents playing football at any position. Mm. Not just the quarterback position. We've watched him. Help teams win. Yeah. We watched him help the Jets win. We watched him not get in field goal range late against the Miami Dolphins. We watched him miss a spike against the Miami Dolphins. We've seen all these things. And they're not just on Josh, because a lot of it is the reason you're in the game it's is because of Josh. Yeah, that's right. Why but I don't think it's an easy so, And so, and so think? And this, like, think about this team in, in the red rule. zone. You mentioned Josh Allen being the guy you want in the red zone. They have the lowest rate in the entire NFL of scoring points in the red zone. They're at 74%. Yeah. The last the other team is 85. You're not supposed to be that yeah. with Josh Allen. This team, as good as they are, at what, six and three, is underachieving. Yeah, I agree with that. So
2: if you go back to the start of last season, 2021, Josh Allen leads the NFL in interceptions thrown. So that's, you're in this world where you've got this crazy talented player and he can make any throw on the field at any moment. He makes such good decisions, but in those moments where the ball matters the most situationally, you've got to get him to cut, because like, I think it's easy for us to sit here and pick apart everything, like I'm sitting here and saying that recall but my brain just went back to the game against Kansas City, I think two weeks ago remember he points like this, mid play to Dawson Knox and he rips that, so it's like, you want him to be who he is in those moments but you also got to figure, like I think this falls a little bit on coaching, if I'm being honest, two situations yesterday they had second and two, third and two oh, down in brutal. the red zone. And then another one, second and two, third and two, fourth and two. And those five plays, they only ran the ball once. You know, so it's – And Singletary played well early. He had the one drive, four runs in a row. You know right. what I'm thinking? Like, I, it's Again, I think this is such a nuanced conversation because – are they making him feel so much like I got to do this all on my own with mm-hmm. the play calling at times? In that situation or only run the ball once, that's why so, I feel like.
0: So I, I, learned, I learned last year you can't say quarterbacks are broken because people get really pissed <laughs> off yeah. where those quarterbacks play. But right now, Josh Allen is, is, is having a, a time in this season where he has to come to Jesus himself. Yeah. Where he has to realize that, yes, I can do everything at all times, but I don't have to do everything at do all times. Do you think it's hard to, like,
2: curb that competitiveness while also making sure that he doesn't lose his stinger? But oh, then, hell is yeah, that, but, but is
0: that just competitiveness, though, Rex? Yeah. Like, is, is he just trying to compete? I feel like he's trying to say, I'm the reason we're going to win. But who do we have this conversation
2: about in the past? Patrick Mahomes. So he, yeah. I, I think he's a little bit what Patrick was, maybe the back end of 20 and the early part of 21. That's what I really feel he is right Final now. Final word on this, Rex.
1: I, I, I'm, yeah, I,
3: I'm just saying this. Look, the guy is super competitive. You never want to take that away from him. You never want to take his stinger away. But there's the golden rule. The team is more important than the individual in those moments. And when you sit back in the red zone, it has to be crystal clear with this quarterback that, no, you've got – it's the golden rule. Us or nobody, when you throw the ball in the end zone, it's touchdowns and checkdowns like it is for every other quarterback in the league.
1: We'll we'll talk more about him as we go. We cannot let this conversation end without saying the words Justin Jefferson again. because obviously the catch is ridiculous, but his whole game, RC, he played as good a game as from any player in the NFL has played this from, year. From start to finish, Justin Jefferson was the best
0: player on the field, on a field with a ton of all pros mm-hmm. and a, a ton of pro bowlers. Every single play that he needed to make, he made. And that's what I think Rex is talking about, about why this catch is the best catch this he's ever great. seen, because you have to have it. This wasn't some frivolous moment in the game where if Justin Jefferson doesn't catch this, ball, we still have a chance to win. He had to catch the ball. The defender has two hands on it. And we're going to talk about the way that Josh Allen competes. And sometimes when we watch football, we look at competing as physicality, right? right? Like, look how physical he is. Look how tough. Nah, sometimes it's about being more skilled than the other guy. Sometimes it's about fighting the way that Justin Jefferson has. And he's the single reason on this team, why Kirk Cousins is playing better? Because he makes catches where the ball placement the doesn't have to be great. L-
3: look at the confidence that Kirk Cousins has in, in this young sure. Yeah, He never should have made that throw. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And he goes up and catches it. We see him run the seven round. Right? In the two Go defenders, no, in throws it into ball. a team no. meeting, yeah. and guess what? His guy catches it. Why? His competitiveness is unreal, and his skill level's unmatched.
1: Look at that on your screen there. Every one of his ten catches yesterday were in tight or neutral windows. He makes unbelievable plays. And we've talked about Tyreek Hill as the offensive player of the year this year, and justifiably so, he's been brilliant. I think right now it's this kid. He's playing better than anybody else in the league.
2: I agree. I think he's the best receiver in the NFL. I also think, in all due respect to Steph and Devonte, he's got the best releases in the NFL right now. We've talked about this. Like Sometimes these receivers win at the line of scrimmage with like chop, chop, chop. He Wins at the line of scrimmage with such press vertically, you know? Like, if you think about the ability, this, this is beautiful. Watch this at the top of the line of scrimmage. It's slow, skip. Guys, he wins right now. He's five, six yards down the field on third and three, and he wins. This next one on the slant, for me, is awesome. Watch this step out, and then, RC, watch how he dips right there. Like, he gets kind of skinny off of that defensive back. What's that do to you guys, right? And then that slant winner. He's the best at the
0: line. I got, to watch, I got to watch him at age 16 at LSU where he killed everybody, and he was like 145 pounds soaking wet, and they didn't offer him. Justin Jefferson has had to work on his craft to get to this point, and that's why we see so much nuance in his route
1: running. He and uh, uh, Jamar Chase were on the same team at LSU. It's <laughs> uh, hard That's to why believe. That's are to lose a game. All right, and by the way, the we're weekend okay. is not over tonight. Oh, we got the NFL's last unbeaten team, oh. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles tonight hosting Washington 8 Eastern on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, the ESPN app. Monday, downtown kicks it off at 6 Eastern. Coming up, the magic of Justin Fields. Are we seeing the NFL's next superstar developing right before our eyes? That's on the way. Watch and get up on ESPN. I was... Back on get up. Rolling on the next stop is Soldier Field and the two most exciting words in pro football. Justin Fields. Do you have a quarterback that can go above the X's
2: and O's? When the defense wins the reps, are you special enough to make it? Absolutely. This kid answers that yes and then taking the soul, running through two dudes in Detroit's
1: defense. Stand up at the half, Bears and Lions. Third quarter, Fields rolling. He's finding something with his tight end Cole Komet.
2: Third time they ran this kind of action where Komet was actually running the corner route. This time he fakes
1: to the corner and goes to the post wide open
2: touchdown. Fourth
1: quarter, however, Fields would make the one huge mistake. His old college teammate Jeff Okuda. They're trying
2: to get the tight end screen greening. This is one of those moments you got to learn from it. Like, okay, defense, you want it. Don't let put the ball in harm's way. If you're going to throw it away, make sure it's clear. Justin's got to learn from that moment.
1: That ties it at 24, but on the
2: ensuing drive, third down, oh my goodness. Man coverage, everybody stepped down. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second week in a row that this young man has got a 60-yard touchdown run and nobody on the defense has touched them. However, That's outrageous. However,
1: the Bears would miss the extra point, so the lead is only six, and that would set up Tom Kennedy. Listen, Tom Kennedy is the guy that stepped in, made huge plays, and look how physical he
0: finishes this run. These are the things that you love (laughs) about people. (laughs) Jamal
1: Jamal Williams takes it in. Lions take the one-point lead. Justin
2: Uh, Fields, final chance. Yeah, Greeny, just the the fact that he gets away from, like, nine people, I love the ending from Justin, though, because as he goes down, he gets up and throws the ball. You can see,
1: like, that competitive competitiveness within inside of him look you said that this situation in chicago they lose the game 31 30 as you see that the situation in chicago before the season was the worst you'd ever seen i stand by for that. a young quarterback where are they now
2: i also said this greeny that if justin was somehow over or able to overcome it he would be in the MV- the mvp conversation i do not think that's an outrageous statement I honestly believe Justin's play is going to warrant him getting into that conversation. Now, he is not going to win it with the way that Tua's playing and Patrick and all that stuff, but he has been so remarkable over this last month that you sit there and say, that player, if he was on a team that was going to win more, would be in the MVP conversation. You want to talk about developing as a pocket passer. I want to leave. No, I don't want to leave. Can't. Now I have to, and can you go make something happen? The direction of the receivers down the field, like that's the perfect example of becoming a pocket passer to becoming a talented player. Here it is again. Reset, reset, reset. Don't leave just because you can, Justin. Hang, 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 and deliver another perfect ball. Those are the things for me that will stand out because as great as a talent as he is, it'll all come back to can you develop. And that first clip for me is so special, guys, because like, I always say this about the athletic guys don't leave just because you can. Mm, right. You know, like, don't leave, don't leave because you have to. And that's the, per- the example of I, I, I
1: could leave, don't, and then I had to make a play. What are we seeing right now in a young Justin Fields who, in the last month, has just electrified the NFL?
3: Well, we're actually seeing a guy that has had the highest ceiling, we talked about it, of anybody in that draft class, all the quarterbacks. Trevor, you know, Lawrence, all those guys included. This guy's ceiling is unbelievable. And guess what? He's starting to reach it. And here's the amazing stat. You mentioned that he has two 60-yard yeah. touchdown runs back-to-back weeks. There was a decent running back named Walter Payton. Yeah. I heard of him. He had two 60-yard runs in his entire career. Yeah. What? That's what we're seeing. I call this guy the future. Justin, the future field. I like it. Because this dude is going to be a freak.
0: Well, I think one thing, you know, and I said it last week, Luke Getze, you have to give him credit because what sure. he realized was what Matt Nagy couldn't figure out last year was that this dude has special traits and we need to build our offense around those special traits and he's continuing to make him a football player. You asked earlier, why would Josh Allen go try to make a tackle? Because he's a football player mm-hmm. and that's what we're seeing from Justin Fields. Dan mentioned his competitiveness. I believe the change in the way that he's been play- been coached, the change in the way way that this team is playing offense is making him more competitive. Yeah. It's making him want it more. It's letting him understand that this offense is going to go how you go. Yeah. And he's not just worried about how he plays individually. He's worried about how does my individual play affect wins. And that's what you want from your in quarterback.
2: In the last month in the NFL, the Chicago Bears lead the NFL in scoring. What? That's crazy. <laughs> like, I don't to know. That shows. And again, <laughs> I'm not amazing. trying to kill your offensive players. Oh my I'm not. God. they right. got some deep. But, like, the fact that they're leading the NFL. He's got more touchdowns in the last three weeks than anybody in then, the league. Dan, think- you won't
3: kill those players? I will. That offensive line is horrendous. And their receivers, they got Mooney's okay. It'd be a third receiver. Only, on I undervalued good, two things in this team. situation
2: when I said that stuff in the offseason. Yeah. Number one, the coaches, Luke Getze and Andrew janoka are better than I thought. And so is Justin Fields. Yeah.
1: Okay. It, it, meaning, as opposed to last year, Matt Nagy he wants a three-step drop and get the ball out of his hands <laughs> from Justin Fields. We've, uh, not, not so good. All right, let me run the hurry up through a bunch of other things. Dan, Patrick Mahomes, he's pretty good too. They roll over Jacksonville yesterday. It's the AFC path through Kansas City. It's, it's their
2: Buffalo Greeny, absolutely. You saw the ball distribution aspect of this offense. You really can't play man against it. One, because Patrick's doing such a good job of using his legs. They scored two touchdowns yesterday when Travis Kelsey wasn't even on the field. Yeah. That's the perfect definition of what this offense has become. Who you want to stop because you
1: don't got enough people RC the Titans beat the Broncos sort of an ugly game Russell Wilson picked off at the end what well first is this the Titans defense is a lot
0: better than we're giving them credit for and Russell Wilson is still Denver Russell Wilson and we just have to understand they're not going to score points he's not going to change who they are and if you're the Titans you're consistently winning and constantly becoming a better team this is a huge team win for them and another black eye for Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos offense
1: Rex the Giants are Seven and two, what do oh, we say, say about that? I say coaching makes a difference. And by the yeah. way,
3: Saquon Barkley, there's a reason why he was taken second overall, and there's a reason why Daniel Jones was oh! taken sixth overall. Thank you very much. Hey, the man, Hey, the man. <laughs> <laughs> he Look at him hand off to Saquon. <laughs> i Brian Dayball to me, coach of the year. Uh, Daniel Jones is playing his tail off 13 of 19 passing with two drops in a game. Daniel Jones, keep going, proving me right, my friend. Yo,
1: no one tracks. Drop- more than you do for Daniel Jones. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And, and anyone who said last week Saquon should be in the MVP conversation suddenly oh doesn't sound like such an idiot anymore. They're seven and two. Thank God he doesn't play for the Cowboys. We continue. Man. <laughs> Don't miss our star-studded NBA Wednesday doubleheader. We got Trey Young and the Hawks, Jason Tatum and the Celtics. Then Steph Curry takes on Devin Booker, Warriors and Suns. Coverage starts with NBA Countdown, seven Eastern on ESPN. Coming up, disgust for Dallas, elation for Aaron. Did the Packers? save their season, then the Cowboys have big problems. We'll answer all those questions next. You're watching Get Up on ESPN.